Welcome to another edition of Practical Reliability, insights on the practical implementation of holistic reliability, brought to you by Reliability X, the DNA of success. I'm George Williams, and with me is Joe Anderson. <laughs> Joe, just a brief discussion on what's the difference between a planning meeting and a scheduling meeting. Because a lot of folks have, uh, you know, this daily meeting, and it covers all those things. Uh, or they have a planning meeting, which also includes scheduling. And, and that's okay. I guess either of those is okay. But what we want to know is what's the difference and should there be a difference when scheduling versus planning? So what is, I guess, what's, what's your typical background in the daily meeting, planning meeting, scheduling meeting? Are they all lumped together? Are they separated? What has been your typical history? Well, normally our planner and scheduler in my background were the same thing. So it was a one meeting, but it was a weekly meeting. Um, and what we did there is the planning side of it. We would have the operations managers give us their top 10 of things that they would like to see done over the next planning period. Um, <clears throat> and really that was about it. And we'd run through some of the things that are coming up and run it by the operations folks. Um, just letting them know that they're out there, kind of a communication meeting. Then switching to the scheduling side, it was we need equipment, you know, from this time to this time or what outages do we have coming up, those types of things with the same group of people in the room. Um, and then, you know, working on, on all that stuff through the backlog. So I, I think early in my career it was a single meeting, and I guess later it was a, we'll talk, it was single but split. So so early in my career it was a single meeting where the majority of the meeting was just taken over by um, what went wrong yesterday. And people aren't okay. really focused on actually planning and scheduling. They're just having their daily operations meeting. Yeah. And so we had to kind of separate those things out and make it a, a planning meeting versus the daily operations meeting. So we made them at two different times. And then, and then it came to be uh, when we got to the planning part of it, the area owners were kind of bored and because they only want to come and say, I need this done, mm -hmm. which is more scheduling than planning. Mm -hmm. So I think after about three years in progression, uh, somewhere in the middle of that, we decided to, to reverse order everything. And so we started with the scheduling meeting. And then the area owners could disappear unless we needed them um, for a particular reason. And then we had the planning meeting. And then after that, we had the daily operations meeting. And we were able to get it to a point where we were disciplined enough where, it, you know, it, so the meeting started very simply. Uh, all the area owners or line owners or in building managers or whatever you want to call them would come to the meeting. And in our scenario, they were responsible for their own backlog. It's your backlog. It's not mine. I'm maintenance, your operations. It's your work. Your job is to tell me when you want it done. I, I don't really care if you want it done or not. I'm going to plan it and sit on the bench. And when you're ready, when you need it done, that's when it's important and that's when I'll go execute it. Because I know you'll give me the equipment at that point. You've told me you want it done. So we had the scheduling meeting, uh, which is really simple. Area owners sit around a table. Give me your priority work orders that you need done next week. And you, you, based on the size of your organization and how many technical staff you have, you come up with some arbitrary number that you can adjust later, right? If it's three work orders, 10 work orders, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And you document those things. That's the scheduling part of things. So what we did 
to clarify is on on Monday morning, the backlog would already be in the email of all of the area managers. And when they came to that meeting, they were supposed to have their top 10 identified already. So it was streamlined. They walk in and say, these are my 10. And whether or not we choose to do them or not didn't matter. The point is, is they gave us their 10. So we're going to make sure we work them in on top of the things that are a priority. Um, you know, that was just kind of how it worked. Yeah. And that's exactly how the process works, right? So they give you all the priority work orders. And as the scheduler, you then take those, create schedules, try to put similar work in. Like if they say, I need, you know, line 10 needs some work electrically, you try to give other line 10 electrical work, right? And try to get a window of time big enough to get more than one work order done. Uh, and then, so once that meeting's over, we would let them go unless we needed them for the planning piece. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it becomes the planning meeting. So at that point, if the area owners stay, it's here's the work I just put in last week that I really need you to get on the planning aspect of because I need it done in, you know, seven days or 10 days versus three weeks from now because I have a four-week backlog. So so we end up trying to get the uh, the work that I need planned in a shorter time frame than ideal, right? If I have a four-week backlog, in theory, a new work order should take four weeks to get out in the field. If they need it done in less time than that, then the planning meeting is when they go, I just put this one in. I know it's not making this schedule, and believe me, it's not. Um, but if you can get to it right away from a planning perspective, we can get it on the next schedule. Mm-hmm. So at, at that point, when the planning meeting's over, then we would get into the whole operations meeting, right? Mm-hmm. So what was your typical experience in the in the planning meeting? What did you guys cover in that space? Really, it was not a whole lot, honestly, unless we were working with technicians. We had technicians in the meeting. If something came up, we had questions or whatever. But from uh, the area management, they didn't need to be involved. unless We had a specific question or something, but that would be a one-off, and we would just go address it then. So for you, the planning meeting was more technical, yeah. this is how I need to plan the job. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a yeah. developing the job plans yeah, because yeah. the planner, he's not all-knowing. He's going to have questions. And some of your senior guys are going to know how to do things um, a little more streamlined than than your junior guys. Yeah. Right? I mean, the the new hire gets a change of the bearing work order, and he disassembles the entire machine. To get the bearing off, right? When the senior guy loosens two bolts, slides it off, slides the new one back on and puts it together, he's done in 10 minutes. And so those are the types of subject matter experts that we want to capture in the room so that we're developing the right job plan. Two funny stories. (laughs) We had an inboard bearing failure that identified by vibration. And we had just gotten into the predictive maintenance space. So instead of writing a work order that said replace the fan bearings, we wrote a work order that said replace the inboard fan bearing. So the, the technicians, uh, uh, it, this was done on like a Friday and on Sunday the fan lit on fire. So <laughs> we came in on Monday and apparently what they did was they, they it was a two-part pill block. So they took two bolts out and pulled the pill block up, which is what reminded me of the story. They then jacked up the shaft, <laughs> but they never undid the other pill block because oh, no. the work order said just do the ins and the, oh, in, no. <laughs> the inboard bearings. Yeah. So, so they jacked up the shaft and pulled it off. They yeah. you know bent essentially bent yeah. everything right. inside the other pill block and just created a, a fire hazard. Second funny story, the 
planning meeting, did you ever have any trouble getting like people to come to it when you first started the planning meeting or, you know, the, the area owners are like, I'm too busy. I'm not going to that. Um, at one place, but normally no. Yeah. We had, we had already sold them on the value. We had one that said, you can't, my, my area is too busy. You, you can't plan my people. (laughs) But what he didn't realize is they weren't his people. So when we got done creating the schedule, we just didn't have anybody in his area the whole next week. (laughs) And he went to my boss, and I told my boss ahead of time, look, I'm not putting anybody in his area. He's not getting any work done next week. You need him on board. So he luckily supported me. And so when the guy went and complained, he was like, well, I guess you got to show up to the meeting. I don't know what to tell you. And, and, you know, and then we had full adoption at that point. But but sometimes you've got to, you know, get creative. Right. I hear you. Awesome. So, any last uh, last words on the the planning meeting piece? No, not too complicated. Well, yeah, it's, you know, be disciplined, hold the meeting, create some ground rules, manage the meeting like it's supposed to be managed, and you should be in good shape. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. For Joe Anderson, I'm George Williams. Go make tomorrow better than today. For questions on this or any other topics, email us at ask at reliabilityx.com. This has been another episode of Practical Reliability brought to you by Reliability X, the DNA of success.